This Advisor Success Series podcast is brought to you by Astron Life. Get more out of Astron Life. More opportunity and value for both you and your clients. One of the qualities common to so many top advisors is their humility. They accept they don't know everything and are always willing to seek help from coaches or mentors. Jenny Brown has absorbed the wisdom she's been given by a number of mentors along her own path to success, where she's zeroed in on what constitutes her ideal client and where she's become the first person her clients contact when things go wrong in their lives. We're joined today by JBS financial strategist Jenny Brown. Hi Jenny, how are you? I'm great, thanks Peter. Pleased to hear it. Can you tell us a little bit about JBS financial strategies, how you got started? So um, back in that you know recession we had to have of Paul Keatings, uh, I was made redundant from advertising. Couldn't get a job. Um, so I answered an ad to sell insurance, would you believe, back in 1992. And, uh, and back then it really was tight agencies and, uh, and selling insurance. So I uh, fell into it. Um, so, you know, just as a matter of course. Well, that's fantastic. Who did you start off with there, Jenny? Uh, I was a tight agent through what was Norwich Union. Obviously then became Aviva, became uh, MLC. So it's had many iterations. Uh, along the journey, I met uh, the Bongiorno Group. And uh, I then uh, moved from being a tight agent with uh, what then was Norwich to them being um, licensed through uh, Bongiorno's and that's when I learnt all about um, actually how to run a business and about financial planning uh, and about um, making sure that you uh, have the right sort of structure with your insurance premiums. Okay, so um, you are no longer a tight agent uh, in, a, in a system that no longer exists, but uh, you also have a very much a broader advice proposition. Can you tell me a little bit about the transition from selling insurance to what it is that JBS Financial Strategies does today? Yeah, so I guess the, the transition was very much uh, a learning. So it was taking the opportunities as they presented. So when I joined the Bongiorno Group, um, again, running my own practice, so I wasn't employed by them. Um, I learnt uh, about the financial planning, I did my DFP um, back then which was eight subjects, um, I then did my CFP, uh, a girlfriend told me that self-managed super funds are the way of the future uh, in about 2000 so we went off and we uh, studied self-managed super funds and RBL compressions so in the old days um, which I had to go back and do the course twice because it was so complicated. But again, it was just taking all those opportunities and then uh, becoming a lot more uh, holistic rather than just risk focused. Okay, so you've done a few courses, uh, the names of which I don't even understand, but that's terrific. So you've educated yourself along with the um, evolution of the advice sector, Um, but that's not enough to build a successful business. So looking back, what is it about your journey that you believe have been the critical ingredients to the success of what you've built? I guess I've always had very much an inquiring mind. Um, So I've always wanted to learn and that's come about by, as you say, doing various courses. So I did the CFP, I've done the FCHFP, through the Self-Managed Association, I did my Self-Managed Superfund Specialist Advisor course. I've done an AICD uh, course through um, the Institute of Company Directors, so I'm a graduate there. Um, so it's very much, you know, saying, well, what do I actually need to do to learn to grow as a person? 
Um, so courses are one thing and education is one thing. I'm a, um, I'm a, a serial uh, junkie when it comes to uh, conferences. Um, as you know, I'm the Australian Chair for MDRT, so I'm about to head off to the annual meeting this year. My first annual meeting was back in 2000 when Tony and Joe Bongiorno sort of uh, introduced me to MDRT. And it's through doing those sort of opportunities, you meet people, you pick up mentors, you pick up you know, tips from, from coaches, amazing speakers that you can then uh, take and, and implement into your business. So it's okay, so there's been uh, lots, of, lots of dedicated uh, learning, uh, lots, of, um, lots of willpower, I guess, in, in terms of continuing to update um, yourself on what's needed uh, to be able to deliver appropriate uh, financial advice solutions. But what about the client link? What about uh, what is it that clients have seen that have, uh, that have enabled you to build and maintain such a successful advice business? Uh, look, I, th I think it's very much um, listening to the client and being able to deliver what they want. So it's not just about, um, if I go back to the, my origins, you know, selling a, a product. It's actually working out what the strategy is to help the client get from where they are today to where they want to be. And I know that sounds like a bit of a cliche, but um, it really is all about them. So one of the key questions I ask anyone that walks into my office is, what's important to you in life? And that can be um, as they you know, start getting older, volunteering, it can be giving back to the community, it can be education, spending time with the family. But it's actually understanding all of that side of things, not just the number crunching along the way. So it's, you know, we build really great relationships with our clients so that they do become you know, friends. We are you know, generally the first port of call when something goes wrong, the text messages that we get and, and things like that. And, um, and that's what I think makes a difference and then attracts you know, great quality clients to JBS as a, as a business. Well, um, that sounds like it's been a terrific formula for your own success. Can you tell us a little bit about your client demographic? Is there a particular element? So I guess our, our sweet spot is clients who are 45 plus. Um, we love talking to really the pre-retirees and the retirees. So it's those clients who are really wanting to start seriously planning um, for their retirement to work out what they're going to do that it's not one day they'll just stop work and never walk into the office again because if they haven't started to really think about what they're going to do once they do stop work that's when a lot of, of clients really become you know bored disinterested it's you know my mother used to always say you know to my father I married you for better or worse and not for lunch so go away and do something um, you know there's only so many games of golf you can play. You know, there's all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's. I love you know talking to clients in that phase of their life where their kids are older. They're usually teenagers or have left school. Their mortgages have mostly paid off. And you can actually really do some great you know strategy planning with them. Yes, we do deal with our clients' kids as well, but really our sweet spot is the 45 pluses. Okay, and just generally speaking then, if we call it the 45 pluses or the transition to retirement advice proposition, has honing in on that particular uh, part of the advice spectrum something that has helped you actually build your business well, that, that focus? I think it has, and, uh, and it's really interesting. It took us quite a while to, to um, realise that that was very much the sweet spot for JBS. Uh, and since we've done that, that's really where the business has taken off and um, 
You know, our clients talk to their friends and so therefore our referrals come from our clients, not necessarily, you know, going out there and advertising and marketing. Yes, we are on social media. Yes, we do have a, you know, an active presence, but it's really to uh, hone in on that proof of, um, you know, what we're doing rather than to necessarily attract um, someone in cold off the straight. Okay, so it's clearly been a successful advice proposition, but what are the other elements in terms of building a successful, profitable advice business that you've learned along the journey? Having a great team and a really engaged team. So um, recently, as you would know, um, Warren Hanna uh, bought into JBS, so he's become a partner, um, which has been fantastic. So when he joined us four years ago, um, his proposition to me was, if this works out, I'd love the opportunity to be able to buy in. And so we've cemented that, um, and it's great. We both have very aligned views. You know, we needed to actually work together closely to know that we could actually be in business together. And I think a lot of businesses make a mistake by not trialing that over a period of time. So, so team is really important, having a, a great team around you, not having all the burden yourself. I think, you know, it, it can be really lonely running a business. So to have a, a business partner has been awesome from that point of view. Um, I've had mentors along the way um, and business coaches. I can't, um, I can't more highly recommend to people to, to you know, to seek out the right coach for you. Um, and and mentor, go go to go to events and conferences and talk to people to find out who who is you know the right person to get the advice from. Um, and through different stages of life, you're going to meet different people that are relevant to you at that point in time. So. Someone that was relevant to me 20 years ago may not be as relevant today, um, and it's but they still had placed and taken me on the journey along the way. Okay, so uh, it sounds like you learned a very long time ago that you don't know everything and you never will, and you're very open to uh, the mentor side of um, building your business, I suppose. But is there a, do you have a message for um, all of your colleagues out there who own their business 100%? and perhaps are looking to advance to the next level. Uh, what is it about uh, bringing in a partner that's, um, that's been great for your business? I guess the, the message is, you know, you can build a business to a point by yourself um, and you can have your mentors and have your coaches along the way. Um, but what I've learned is, you know, obviously I, I'm getting older. Um, I'm nowhere near wanting to retire yet, um, but I need to have that succession plan. And so to have somebody who is really keen and um, wanting to, to work with me to grow the business, and, and I'm, I'm seriously wanting to grow this business you know, further from where it is today, but having someone with me, you know, the sum of two is much more than, um, or the multiple of two is much more than the sum of two. So the two of us working together, we're gonna to get you know, a much higher multiple um, and a much higher trajectory you know, in, the future than if we're both just working in our own stream side by side. So I think I think that's really key, um, and making sure that you do have the right person uh, because you don't want to have to. It's like a bad divorce. You don't want to have to unwind it. Were there any uh, stress points in your business then, Jenny, that uh, decided you that I really do need uh, to um, bring in a partner? Not really. Um, I think that. Um, uh, you know, it's it's great to bounce ideas off. I don't think there was any real sort of warning bells that said bring somebody in. 
um, except that when I hired Warren, he that was his plan. So uh, I, I agreed that if it worked out, then that would be a really good plan. So we just then made it happen. Well, it sounds like it's working out brilliantly. Looking back over your time, Jenny, you've been a, an advisor for quite some years now, an advice business owner also for quite some years. Um, are there any learnings, the things you look back on uh, that you may have perhaps done differently if you had your time over again? Um, always ask for help early. Um, as you said earlier, Pete, look, you don't know everything. Uh, I certainly don't know everything. Um, so I, I would say, you know, get a, a get a mentor, get a great business coach. You know, invest in yourself. So many advisors I, I see just, you know, don't necessarily you know, want to spend or are prepared to spend the money to invest in themselves, to, to head over to the US to, you know, for a week, um, you know, to attend a conference or to, to go up to, you know, an AFA conference or an FPA conference. You know, I really encourage you to spend the money uh, and invest in yourself because you it will pay dividends. It really will. Well, there are some fantastic learnings, some, some great recommendations about um, what it might take for your peers to perhaps achieve the levels that you have and we look forward to perhaps staying in touch and coming back and talking to you again sometime but in the meantime Jenny Brown JBS Financial Strategies thank you for your time thanks very much Peter it's been a pleasure this advisor success series podcast was brought to you by Astron Life contact your Astron Life BDM on 1800 739 641 to find out how both you and your clients can get more out of Astron Life